everyone. It's your boy, Dave. Your boy. And with me, as always, is the hype man, Shane. Hey, hey. A.K.A. Shane Dog. Woof, woof. A.K.A. Again, Shane Nesty. Ew, that's gross. I, fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for, like, putting up with my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and with us, as always, is the rambling man, Russell. Present. You indeed are. Yeah, I am. A.K.A. Russellmania. Oh, yeah. I like when he does that. Yeah. A.K.A. again, producer Russell. So I got those beat. I was wondering if you guys would throw some... Bars over. Throw bars? Some bars? <laughs> throw some bars. I don't know. Shane, you got bars to throw? No, I'm not a rapper. Neither am I. We figured that out the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the DQP Weekly. I said it right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, unlike last time. Improvement <laughs> on the end of last episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is a show where we talk about all things movies and news and movie news and sometimes trailers and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we talk about what Channing Tatum's, Channing Tatum's up to. Yeah. Sometimes. Tatum Channing. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. That guy. Yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, so what do we got first? Today... We have some headlines. Headline. John Cho, who you might have recently seen portray Spike Spiegel on Netflix's live adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, has co-written with Sarah Sook, author of Made in Korea, a young adult novel about the L.A. riots. Hmm. John Cho is currently 49 years old, and he was 19 when the riots occurred. The book is intended to be an intimate telling of a boy searching for his father among the chaotic night L.A. turned violent in 1992. Was he on the roof? I'm glad that you said that. (laughs) Uh, John Cho and Sarah Sook want to take the focus off of the images of rooftop Koreans holding guns that we are primarily bombarded with when the riots are discussed. Yeah. And give you a more intimate understanding of that night. The book is called Troublemaker and is set to release on March 22nd, 2022. Huh. Okay. So here in a couple weeks. Hmm. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I think it could be. Hmm. I'm going I'm to buy it. Will you read it to me? Put it on my shelf. I, I don't know if you know this. I'm a collector of books. Not a reader. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this sounded good, so I'm not going to read it, but I'll buy it. <laughs> really? Just so people come over and go, ah, Russell's got a lot of books. Must be smart. Yeah. Yeah. He's illiterate. Uh, <laughs> John Waters once said, don't sleep with someone who doesn't have books in their house. And so I bought a bunch of books. <laughs> Is that why no one sleeps with me? Wow. <laughs> Dude, you have tons of books. I do. D&D yeah. books. Yeah. <laughs> and those, those VHSs to people nowadays might look like books. They're like yeah. books. I got, one that, I got one recently that opens up like a book. Wow. What do you mean there's a movie on there? It's so thick. Yuck. No, I've never Fick. heard anything about uh, being thick in my life. <laughs> oh. It's obvious sarcasm because I'm fat. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about wieners. 
It's a layered <laughs> joke there, Dave. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like an onion. Yeah. All right. Up next, uh, Marvel's Netflix series coming to Disney Plus on March 16th. In America. Hey. Oh. Oh, hold on. Made it six minutes in without talking about Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like going to do some fucking hacksaw Jim Duggan because you were like, oh, <laughs> I <laughs> could. <"Hey-o!"> <laughs> <laughs> uh, they will be adding parental controls to ensure your five year olds won't be watching the Punisher Swiss cheese some pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you asked how it's spelled <laughs> doesn't he just I thought he like burned that building with the guy in it I think so I was just writing a joke oh okay <laughs> I was trying to remember something specific that I could bring up but the only thing I could yeah cause in, in season 2 there's like a guy that takes pictures of, yeah. of young people um and in season and and he's gonna blow his head off and the girl that he's with like convinces him not to but then they end up burning the building down with him in it i think yeah there's that i was thinking of the scene in daredevil where he like goes in oh yeah and like purchases uh like arms and then he's like about to walk off and the guy's, the guy's like, like yeah you want some underage girls on tape or whatever the fuck he says you won't believe she's 12 or some shit yeah and like, he's like oh, fuck off bro <sighs> so he locks the door gets a baseball back <laughs> and walks back yeah and yeah. that guy got what he deserved yeah yeah for sure uh, Indiana Jones 5 has wrapped filming. Uh, on that note, what? guys, we're getting Indiana Jones 5, which I missed at some point, apparently. Why would they skip from 3 to 5? That's <laughs> an interesting That's question. Weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Did you guys not? What? Crystal Skull? The vodka? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm doing a joke. Uh, I've seen it. It All didn't right. appear as if Shia LaBeouf was going to return for Indiana Jones 5, but I'm wondering if he's the surprise. There's a surprise? I I mean, there has to be these days. That's true. <sighs> Whatever. No. I I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. You know, because... I if, care. If he is the surprise, it's a Shia surprise. <laughs> Hey, I make these terrible jokes just so you'll look at me like that. <laughs> Fuck you. Shane, can we... Um, Is it a two-person show now? Maybe do a different yeah. show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sad now. Don't be sad. But I'm happy now because Peacock has ordered a Twisted Metal oh, series yeah. Whoa! with Anthony Mackie in the lead role. I'm interested in this. Mackie will play John Doe, who first appeared in Twisted Metal Black. Oh Which yeah. Which car was that? Mm, let me tell he's you. He's a person. Yeah, but he drives a car. Which car did he drive? He does drive a car. I don't remember which car that he drove. Uh the story was uh he lost all of his memories, so he makes an agreement with uh Calypso to drive uh in order for him to eventually get like be told like to what his, his past origin, was. Yeah. What his past was, yeah. Uh it's roadkill. Oh yeah, roadkill. Oh, all right. I remember the uh, Axel. Was it Axel, the dude that's wheels? That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, interested. Everyone remembers Sweet Tooth. In Sweet Tooth, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty, which the, the article was like a picture of Sweet Tooth and like Anthony Mackie. And I was like, oh shit, is Anthony Mackie going to play Sweet Tooth? And I was like, no, he's going to play John Doe. And I was like, why the fuck was it Sweet Tooth? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only, people only know who Sweet Tooth is. Yeah. So, um, this is one of my favorite games. I loved Twisted Metal Black. I played the shit out of it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like Twisted Metal Black. Yeah, too. I do too. Yeah. I think I played a lot of two for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Put a lot of that. Yeah, I played all of them. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure Twisted Metal Black was the last entry into the franchise. Yeah, I think it was. Which is weird because it was like the best one. Yeah. And I thought there would be more later, or like now. Yeah. You know? I I played mostly. I mostly played that one. Um, I played the other ones, but I didn't own any of the other ones. We owned uh black, I think, mm-hmm. and then uh, so we played a lot of that and Tekken Tag. Yeah. Tekken Tag. Yeah, hell yeah. Tekken bowling. All right, last up on headlines. Yeah. Toe Tekken bowling. The we uh we got snowed in last winter and played uh Tekken yeah. bowling for like two days. Yeah, really. On, nice. on seven. That was a good time. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's on seven. If you want to buy it, it's, it's weird because so like Xbox sales. It's like. One day it's a hundred dollars for the ultimate edition, and then like oh, two weeks later it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I got it for fifteen. <laughs> I was not paying a hundred dollars for fucking Tekken. All right, last headline I got for you guys. This okay. one's a doozy. John DiMaggio is back. DiMaggio initially turned down the deal he was offered to return as Bender for the new Hulu run of Futurama, stating he believed he was worth more. After almost coming to a deal, he was then reported saying, well, the rest of the cast deserves to be paid more, too. Yeah. (laughs) I fucking love this guy. Uh, DiMaggio said this today of the negotiations. I'm back, baby. So damn grateful for the love and support of fans and colleagues alike during the whole time, especially my wife, Kate. And I cannot wait to get back to work with my Futurama family. Hashtag Bendergate is officially over. (laughs) So put it back on the back shelf behind Christmas decorations or maybe in that kitchen drawer with all the other crap you put in there, like old, unusable, crazy glue. Or maybe even put it in a jar you save farts in. (laughs) Whatever whatever floats your boat. How many rooms is farts in it? I don't care. You get the picture. I'm back, baby. Bite my shiny metal ass. Yeah. yeah. He said it. (laughs) He said the thing. He said the thing. I got got, got something else for you, too. Uh, Not all fans shared the same sentiment uh, of DiMaggio deserving what he was asking for. You can find DiMaggio on Twitter replying to unsupportive fans with gifs of Bender. (laughs) Nice. It's pretty great. Also, like, fuck them. If he can get paid, get paid. Fuck off. Yeah. You don't uh, deserve that much. I can't believe you're holding out. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Not you or you. If you complained on Twitter, uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, my Fair. my favorite one I seen was was this guy was like, "Well, I hope Hulu makes the right call and recasts," and like said some other shit. And DiMaggio posted a gif of uh of Bender, and it was like, "Ha ha ha ha." Oh, you're serious? Let me laugh harder. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Man, I love Futurama. I have a piece of news. 
Oh, you have a piece of news. Yeah. Uh, Break us off a this piece. This is a... This is a news.com... <laughs> news.com that's a good place for news title uh Fury. That, that doesn't sound like a generic ass website yeah. well it's it's like a australian website mm-hmm. uh furious star slams piece of shit in in quotes uh oscar front runner uh jane well um, i accidentally clicked on something i'm sorry pause <laughs> uh jane campions the power of the dog is up for 12 oscars this is why it's an Australian thing because uh, she's from New Zealand. The movie was shot in New Zealand. Okay. <clears throat> and dogs. But one acclaimed actor has unleashed on the film in a controversial outburst. Uh, veteran actor Sam Elliott has sensationally slammed the power of the dog, the most nominated film at this year's Oscars, labeling it a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. All right there, Sam. Oh, man. Uh, it's the latest film from acclaimed New Zealand director Jane Campion. Western drama Power of the Dog has uh, received a leading 12 nominations for this year's Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Director. But 77-year-old Elliot, who was nominated for an Oscar for his role in A Star is Born and has starred in many a Western movie over the years, is no fan of Campion's take on the genre. Uh, during a par- an appearance on the podcast WTF with Mark Marin, the incensed star described the movie as an evisceration of the American myth. <clears throat> he compared <laughs> he compared the Cowboys to the film which stars Benedict Cumberbatch and Australian actor Cody Smith McPhee to Chippendale Chippendale's dancers <laughs> who wear bow ties and not much else. What? Okay. <laughs> this is a quote. Uh that's what all these fucking cowboys in that movie look like, he said. They're running around in chaps and no shirts. There are all these illusions of uh, of homosexuality throughout the movie. I thought, what the fuck? What the fuck? This is the guy that's done westerns forever, he continued referring to himself. Uh... <laughs> oh my god. Mark Marin interjected, pointing out the illusions of homosexuality were a central theme of the film, which suggests that Cumberbatch's character, a troubled rancher living in rural Montana in 1925, may be closeted gay man. Uh, Elliot also slammed Campion, saying that while he loves her previous work, he didn't think she was the right person to tell an American Western story, given she's a New Zealander. What the fuck does this woman down there, New Zealand, know about the American West, he said. And why in the fuck does she shoot this movie in New Zealand and call it Montana and say this is the way it is? That fucking rubbed me the wrong way, pal. <laughs> All right, Sam. Jesus. I... What? I don't know. All right, deep fake idea. I want to see a deep fake of Kevin Costner and Sam Elliott as Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal's characters from Brokeback Mountain. Oh, God. Okay. Not necessarily right. because I want to watch them that, yeah, but because I want to see Sam Elliott's reaction to yeah. someone making this deep fake of yeah. it. I like some of the. <laughs> comments. I wasn't in that movie. Uh, I like Sam. I like Sam Elliott, but someone probably needs to tell him, remind him that he's an actor from Sacramento who lives in Malibu and not an actual <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> Maybe it's just because he's 71, he thinks he's a cowboy. Now. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the dementia set in. Yeah. All, all, of the, all of the roles he's done are real life to him. Yeah. 
Oh man, I just, uh, which I don't means know. there's a thirty percent chance he has had a homosexual experience with another cowboy. Yeah. Also, he was the best cooler in the biz, punching people at bars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a roadhouse joke. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I, I. This is mind-boggling. Like. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of that going around. Some of it we're not going to talk about, but like just people saying out of turn shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, I don't, maybe he doesn't actually, maybe he hasn't done any actual research on cowboys, but there was like a large, there was actually a large percentage of cowboys that were homosexual uh, during the days of cowboys. Well, I mean, there's just a large percentage of people that are. Well, homosexual. Yes. So, I like, mean, and then, right. like, you know, if you're by yourself and you're not like worried about uh, how other people are gonna see you, then you might you might act yourself more. Yeah, right. I don't know. People are dumb. Yeah. Yes, that's, they are. That's interesting. I just thought it was crazy that he just went off. Yeah, that's. I yeah, that's. I I, feel, I almost feel like that's out of character. Like, because I feel like he's been. I've never really heard anything like that. Yeah, yeah I don't know about like him say anything about uh any of this in any anything else but like the part that i thought was hilarious was the the uh uh what the fuck does this woman from down there new zealand know about the american west and why in the fuck does she shoot this movie in new zealand and call it montana what the fuck does anyone in hollywood know about the american west like as far as like the wild west <laughs> yeah. uh and what the fuck are they doing shooting it in California and saying it's Texas or in Georgia and saying it's Arizona or whatever? Like, yeah. or let's shut the fuck up. Like, let's, seriously, yeah. let's talk about all of the like, let's talk about an entire series that was portrayed in the Midwest of America and was never shot here. So like, there's that, too. You know, Supernatural. Uh, yeah, Supernatural was shot in fucking Canada. <laughs> And there's like stuff that's from cities very near us. And it's like they didn't even get the name of the fucking police right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like there's there's no elevated train in that town. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And and maybe I'm being biased, but I do I do genuinely feel like the Midwest gets left out of that like idea the most. Like our towns, our our big bigger cities are yeah. you know, constantly used, and almost nothing is ever shot here. Like you get some stuff shot in Chicago, but right, but even then, it's like scenes, like it's very specific, short scenes, right? Yeah, because it's just stuff. Stage. Yeah, it's stuff that has to be done on location unless they want to use a lot of green screen. Yeah. So, like, I yeah. mean, yeah, I don't but, know what, like, how. Where does he get off being mad about that, right? Because like he isn't, he isn't from the wild west either. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, what? What are you? I don't understand. What is wrong with you, dude? Like that is the most asinine, like out of left field. Yeah, maybe he was having a bad day. Maybe he was. Could be. He didn't get his Could beef. Beef. It's <laughs> what for dinner. Isn't he a vegan? I thought he was a <laughs> that, vegan. That was, that was just in fucking... <laughs> that was in Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Oh, is, that, is that it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe he is a vegan. 
Maybe he needs a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Two hamburgers. Don't know. Never know. I don't know. After what Never know. eating several sandwiches did to your guts today, I don't know if anyone should be eating multiple sandwiches. <laughs> My guts are still aren't right. I don't know what's up. Normally, so I get off work and I get some food and I head over here mm-hmm. and I didn't eat anything weird, but things things are feeling odd right now. Yeah. It sounded odd. Yeah. Sound like there's a thunderstorm in my guts. Yeah. But yeah, so that was uh my weird ass Sam Elliott story. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, are you guys ready for some correspondence? Ooh. What the fuck was that? What was what? The the hand waving thing. It's, it's time for correspondence. Yeah, that. What correspondence like what the fuck yeah I, I wave my hand and the graphic shows up oh so like correspondence no you're doing it too fast oh you gotta do it slow yeah correspondence correspondence yeah there you go so it's like course now, what i want to do it we should probably move on but yeah. wh- i want to do it let me do it correspondence that's no, that's still not right. What the what fuck? What was that hand wave? That was like the limpest hand wave I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll do it again if you want. It was like you're pushing rope over there. Like, Jesus. wow, <laughs> to push rope. Jesus, just read the emails. We'll let you do it next week, Dave. Hopefully. All right. I don't get to do nothing. Dick writes. No, oh, no, not Dave's dick because it can't hold a pen. Uh, that you know of. I... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <Would> you... <laughs> All right, you gotta show the the folks at home if your dick can hold a pen. Okay? Does it? No. Does, like, does, is your like this episode's going re- up on porn? Do you have urethra lips, and they like ah, the pen. Ew! No, just read the thing. <laughs> <laughs> ah! God damn it, Russell! I've been watching too many Cronenberg movies. Uh, or not uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember any dick lips in Cor- it's like a, It's actually got a <laughs> you hand. You need to rewatch some <laughs> It's got like a hand and then there's like a slit in the palm. Oh, uh, yeah. Where the pee hole is. Yeah. It's very much more like Kingdom Death. Yeah, but that could hold a pen. It could hold a pen. Yeah. While it pees on it. What? <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, dick writes. The person. <laughs> I mean, so so last week we accused Dick of using the show as his own personal plug and play for sure. his podcast that he didn't mention. So. Yeah, he didn't mention. Yeah, that he didn't mention. So this week he has a retort. Did we still we still didn't mention the name of it? Did we? Nope. <laughs> I mean, so Dick writes. I mean, if I were to be using these emails to promote my show, which I would be promoting. Which show would I be promoting? Podcastrophy? Happy Fun Metal Time? Rank them all? No, I'm not using you guys for promotion. I'm just being interactive with the show. If you guys want to promote Podcastrophy, Happy Fun Metal Time, or Rank them all, be my guest. Though I'm sure people can find them on your favorite podcasting platforms such as Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and more. Uh, Barry, I want you to bleep all of that. <laughs> Don't bleep uh, it. So Dick has some podcasts. Um, go check them out. 
I was actually, fun fact, I was on Podcastrophy for almost a year. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've been on there a couple so times. So you can find some yeah. Hidden Dave episodes. <laughs> some Secret Dave episodes. Secret Dave. Uh, Dick also writes, you guys should talk about Hank the Tank this week. Hank the Tank? Yeah. Is that like a <clears throat> like a sentient tank? It's the side character in Thomas the Tank. No, actually, uh, uh, a 500-pound bear known as Hank the Tank breaks into another Lake Tahoe home, according to CBS News, and has lost all fear of people. Whoa, that's terrifying and awesome. Where the fuck is John Candy when we need him? <laughs> oh my god, that was a great outdoors reference. Uh, it, it was. <laughs> yes. Thanks. I got excited. I love that movie. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I love that movie. You can't just step on jokes. You got to step on references, too. Fine. I'll leave. Bye. <laughs> this is turning into a Jude Apatow movie. <laughs> a 500-pound bear broke into a home in South Lake Tahoe on Friday, and it isn't the first time. The bear known as Hank the Tank has broken into dozens of homes in the area and has become quite a problem for the locals, CBS Sacramento reports. Locals are contemplating whether or not to have the bear killed. No, don't. As they believe it may be the only option at this point. <laughs> no! A burglar I'm bear. Sorry, no. that's not funny. <laughs> but, like, what? How did it become the only option at this point? I don't point? know. Like, what have they done? They tried to hire for the FBI, but it didn't work out. <laughs> the bear is well known and now wanted by. He's wanted? Wanted! <laughs> <laughs> Dead or alive! Do they uh, have little posters of him? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, a spokesperson said the bear has damaged dozens of homes and is responsible. For more than 150 calls. Oh no! Phone calls! <laughs> oh no! Uh, the Department of Fish and Wildlife have been trying to track Hank for more than six months. Try in the houses. Uh, <laughs> these are neighborhoods. There's lots of people around trafficking cars, so we have to do this in a way that is safe for both the public and the bear itself, said spokesperson Peter Tira. I don't feel like killing it is safe for the bear. Probably um, not. <laughs> this is a severe food, severely food habituated bear. What that means is that the bear has lost all fear of people and it sees people and homes as a source of food. Most recent break in took place on Catalina Drive Friday morning. That means nothing to you unless you live in fucking Lake Tahoe. Uh, the bear had broken a small window and squeezed into the home. Okay, the pictures of the bear that they have on here are actually the bear. That wasn't a fucking small window. This dude <laughs> looks like me with fur and about 200 more pounds. Uh, That's a big bear. This is a big bear where the homeowners had no idea how to get him out. Oh, man. Uh, so he was, like, stuck in the house? Oh, God. Officers responded and banged on the outside of the house until Hank came out the back door they then stayed in the area to ensure he continued on his way without damaging or entering any other homes. Does it say whether or not they are putting a prohibition on porridge? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Wow. <laughs> I just, I'm just picturing like a bear with a lockpick set <laughs> breaking into someone's house. I, I he's got a crop top on to me in this entire thing and like a little fucking Whoa, hold hipster on. hat. Yes. There's a bear league? What the fuck? 
Killing it is a move the Bear League calls cruel and unnecessary. We don't want anybody to get hurt. Nobody wants that, one person said. We don't want the bear to die either. The Bear League said it's still waiting to hear back from Fish and Wildlife with a possible sanctuary move. Meanwhile, a meeting on the issue is set for Wednesday night in Tahoe Keys. Yes. I have a question. Yeah, You don't have to raise your hand. You're the fucking host. <laughs> How do I join the Bear League? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just go to your local gay bar, bud. <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we, we live in fucking Indiana. Uh, oh, man. I'm not, I'm not searching Sacramento Bear League. <laughs> I'll get Sam Elliott to take care of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fantastic that's a i had no idea about hank the tank and i pride myself on my knowledge of bears i'd seen the some animals yeah i know what you meant uh, i've seen <laughs> that was a weird look i've seen some stuff about hank the tank but i didn't remember that's what he was called i just saw a bunch of posts on like reddit okay about like there's a fucking giant bear just going into people's houses in my town <laughs> shit like that what would you do if you like got into your house and there's just a bear hanging out be like what the fuck <laughs> never even seen a fucking bear anywhere uh, especially like in my house i close the door and be like that's his house now he yeah. lives here my dumb ass would assume some furries took over my house well I mean, you know it's not a furry if you don't see the four-inch-wide hole in the back of the costume. <laughs> it turns around and has an actual f- butthole, and I'm like, that's not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. oh, my God. Wow. Diesel just be over there trying to get it to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he w- would be. Weird bulldog. He should join the Bear League. Uh, <laughs> All right, oh on to our next email. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zach writes, uh, so Zach sent us a, an RPG story. Ooh, so okay. stay tuned, uh, and we'll get to that awesome. later in this episode. Um, but Zach has a show idea. How about you guys answer would you rather questions or just other silly random questions from the audience? For example, would you rather have the arms of a penguin or the feet of an elephant? Uh, those are both terrible options. <laughs> That's why I hate would you rather questions. <laughs> I'd rather have the feet of an elephant. As long like as long as I can like pick them up. Yeah. Like if I can still walk, if it doesn't do me any good if I can't go anywhere. Yeah, but I assume you could walk with them. Yeah, if I can walk with them, fuck it. Like I'd rather have hands. I agree with that. And then I'm gonna commit a string of break-ins so everyone (laughs) thinks there's an (laughs) elephant breaking into their house. Yeah, Yeah, fuck you, Sacramento. We've got a fucking elephant breaking into houses in Indiana. The Indiana elephant. Yeah, yeah. Wild elephant out here in the Indiana woods, picking locks and eating your hot pockets. Yeah, we, they know how to fucking use a microwave. <laughs> Steal fifty-seven inch TVs. How about you, Dave? I would also go with elephant feet because I already kind of have big feet anyway. So it won't be that much of a difference. Yeah, but I need my arms for stuff. Yeah, I would go with going without arms would be rough. 
Um, yeah. I'm not a runner. That's about the only way I would pick arms, you know? Yeah. If you're like a pro runner or some shit. So I'm glad we answered that example question. Pro runner, uh, amateur, because it's like, just, I'm sorry. I'm working this <laughs> over in my head. <laughs> So I'm glad we answered that example question because his official question to kick oh, it off. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> is, Damn it, Zach. <laughs> here you go. Okay. And let me, fi- so before either of you answer, let me finish this whole question. <clears throat> Do not preemptively answer this question. No, I, no, I that, don't want to. That's the one and only warning. Uh, okay. Okay. You get to eliminate one crime from existence. Whatever crime you choose will never happen again. The catch is that you have to commit the crime that you wish to eliminate. After the act has been committed, it will never happen again by anyone. What do you choose? Do we get... There's a lot of questions here. Like, do we get, like, charged with it? Like... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so my, my assumption uh, would be that... Can we hit you, the button more than once? The the last time it <laughs> the the last time it happens would be the last last time someone is also charged with it. So I would assume so, that so we, we would get charged, charged with it. Yeah. So you gotta go hmm. big or go home, right? Yeah. Genocide. That's so you are gonna commit genocide to prevent to prevent genocide from genocide. ever happening again. Yeah. That's a fucked up question. That's but, a, I mean, I, I'm. Your answer is interesting, but I gotta ask follow up question: Who are you genociding? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Shane. a good question. <laughs> Who are you genociding? Rednecks? No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whoa! <laughs> I don't fucking no, man. Yeah, uh, don't worry, Sam Elliott's safe. Baker. Uh, Whoa. I, I I I I don't. That's a really good question. I don't know. I'll find yeah. like a little village of fifteen people that was never, no one's ever seen before, and no one will ever see. And then, uh, and then like you know, I should have vetoed this question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but you know, so then like I only have to kill fifteen people, and then like that saves. Yeah, possibly the, millions of lives. Yeah. Because I mean, that's no true. one gets genocided ever again. Yeah. What about you, Dave? I don't know. This is oh, tough question. A hard Your question. Tummy hurt. <laughs> My tummy does hurt. <laughs> I don't think it's because of the question, though. <laughs> um, I would commit. I have no idea. Yeah, because like, okay, so like, you you got to think about like, okay, if I do something super heinous, it stops it from ever happening again. Kind yeah. of a hero. If I do something really light, that keeps me from being bad to begin with, but then I don't really make a huge difference moving forward. Yeah. 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 Dave, would you like some time to think about it and I'll go? Yes, please. Did you? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Rape. Okay, well, I was thinking about that. I'm like, uh, like, ugh. I hate saying the word. <laughs> All you have to do is get me to R. Kelly. <laughs> I'll right. do the okay. rest. Okay, you know, I'm gonna rape R. Kelly, and then 
No one ever gets raped again. I, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like that. Does that like count all? Like, is that like all forced sexual anything? I'm gonna say yes. That might be worth it. Yeah. I look like an asshole now, killing a whole village of people. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a tough question, okay? Because like, like you have to commit the thing. So like, if you like, I'm only answering this question under the condition that like I get to choose the victim, right? Because like, if I just had to go to someone random and do it, like I wouldn't have the wherewithal to like do that. Really commit almost. I mean, especially like something like that. But I wouldn't really have the wherewithal to like commit. I mean, really most crimes like that are hurting some other person you know unless that person deserved it like yeah, yeah. so like okay so here's the thing is like it, this is all depending on the guarantee that it'll never happen again right so like yeah that's the other thing is like that would never happen because if like it could verily be di- you know if you go shoot the first person you see out the door when you like go walk this morning to your car or whatever Mm-hmm. You know, we don't see anybody because we live in a fucking little tiny neighborhood. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, uh, shoot Domum, and no one else ever gets murdered again. And like that is actually guaranteed. Then like, yeah, it's okay. But like, if some dude walks into your house and he's like, "Hey, look, I got this button. If you press it, you you commit the the next thing that you think of as a crime, then you commit it. It'll never happen again." I don't believe you. Get the fuck out of my house. How'd you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Hmm. Dave, had you ha- have you had proper time to prepare your answer? I think so. Okay. Identity theft. <laughs> okay. Whose identity are you stealing? <laughs> I don't know. Someone cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't let it be R. Kelly. I'll find you. <laughs> I don't... You could have R. Kelly. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, but no, that like a lot of people suffer from that. My mom's had her identity stolen a few times. Yeah, yeah. really. Identity yeah. theft is not That's a joke, Dave. I'm not going to acknowledge the you reference. You wanted to. <laughs> you did. almost did. I've seen it on your lips. <laughs> All right. Like I said, Zach also gave us an RPG story, so stay tuned for that, and we'll get to those a little later in the show. Uh, Bill from Indy also emailed us. Hey, Bill. Uh, keep these emails coming, guys. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is great. I mean, this is the meat of the show today. Yeah. <laughs> like, eventually, if we have to do our a, a specific show just to answer emails, like, that'd be cool, too. The Correspondence Show? Yeah. Correspondence. Correspondence. You did it! Fucking A. <laughs> Sorry, no, Barry. Uh, all right, Bill from Indy writes... Drafty boys. With all the talk <laughs> about Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson, mm. I'd wondered if you have seen The Devil All the Time on Netflix. If you haven't, I will highly recommend it. Yeah, I want to watch it. Uh, my buddy was telling me about that. And he said he was, he was digging it. Yeah. I think we've watched the trailer like a half dozen times. We, I just never watched it. Yeah. Um, so I have seen it. I really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, that's good. Maybe okay. I'll watch it for next week. What? 
Maybe I'll watch it and talk about it next week. Oh, on on this show? Yeah. Okay. Not for the other show. It's not my show. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, what? Oh, uh, it's good. It just okay. Yeah. Give it a shot. It's a little slow burn, but hmm, okay. It's good. I feel that shit. Uh, does that do it for correspondence? There's another email, but it didn't copy. Oh. So, sorry, Barry. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shane, you want to talk about stuff? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Uh, <clears throat> You've been playing Cyberpunk again? I have. I started playing a little bit of Cyberpunk. I uh, just started a couple days ago. Uh, where are you at? Uh, So... I've been kind of just running around stuff, but like I, I'm really still in that first like beginning mission. Oh, okay. I was in the the um, brain dance part where you're trying to find that first big mission you do for Dex. Mm-hmm. I just finished that like this morning. Oh yeah! Wow. Because I I played when it first came out. I played it, but I never finished it. Like mm-hmm. I really liked the game. I just kind of got lost, got distracted. Yeah. Uh, but now with the update, I restarted my whole character and mm. made a lady this time. Oh, okay. Mainly because I found out that you can only romance that punk girl if you're a lady. Yeah. I want to get with the punk girl. I mean, Pan Am's awesome, too. I mean, I got with her in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been playing it. Russell's been playing it. Bill from Indy's been playing it. Nice. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I know m- me, Russell, and Bill have all beaten it before. Really? Uh, I got pretty far into it. I just kind of got distracted. Yeah. I'm still playing on that uh, that save. Um, I've had the Meet Hanako at Embers for, I don't know, a year now. Uh, <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> annoying shit ever. But uh, I'm trying to buy all the cars right now. Oh, nice. Uh, and then I gotta get all the the tarot cards because apparently I didn't finish that for some reason. I thought I did, but I didn't. I hated driving the cars and when it first came out. Yeah, but they fixed that patch much, and it's way better now. It's much better now. I still way prefer motorcycles. Same. Uh, and I but I can drive in first person on a motorcycle now, which is pretty dope. So Russell has the last email now. <laughs> I've always had the last email. No, he hasn't. Uh, Colton writes, Thanks for the recommendation on Euphoria, Russell. The cinematography is amazing throughout the show, and I'm a sucker for artsy, bordering, pretentious shots the director uses. The plot felt like a dystopian horror high school drama, which I really enjoyed. My only complaint was in season two. I feel like previous plot lines are sidelined or just forgotten about in favor of some of the more boring ones. But they might be resolved in season three. Finally, I don't think it can be underst- understated just how many penises are in this show. Yeah. It can't be. There's so many penises. Uh, Colton continues to write, Also, hard agree with Bill from Indy after the season finale of Will of Time. It is basically irredeemable and strayed so far from the source material already, I don't see how it will be adapting moving forward. Thoughts and prayers go out to the new Lord of the Rings series to not be absolutely terrible. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> I agree to that. Yeah. Thoughts uh, and prayers. He also has a couple recommendations for us. Uh, okay. Dolomite is my name. Netflix, 2019. Set in the 1970s, this is a comedic comedy biopic about Rudy Ray Moore, an underground comedian and pioneer of the rap genre with aspirations of creating and starring in a kung fu action movie. On a shoestring budget and zero experience filmmaking, this tells the story of how he beat the odds and became a mainstay in the black exploitation genre. Yeah. I know Dolomite, yeah. Yeah. Stars Eddie Murphy as Rudy Ray Moore and also includes Wesley Snipes and Keegan Michael K. Key. Keegan Michael Key. Uh, who all put in great performances. Huh. I have seen this movie as well. Uh, it's also a really good movie. <laughs> I will definitely check that. I love that kind of like style, like that that super like like seventies black exploitation. Yeah, it's just yeah. Inter- it's an interesting yeah genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russell watches random shit on Netflix because he doesn't sleep. That's yeah. why he's seen all this stuff, guys. I sleep too much. I've seen lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Uh, as far as games go, uh, Colton says, if you guys are looking for something new to start and like the Dark Souls genre, uh, Elden Ring is absolutely amazing. It has a massive open world that is packed with content to explore in visually stunning environments. As with the previous games, the combat is pretty difficult, but fair. Uh, it feels incredibly rewarding once you master it and are able to beat the boss that has killed you 10 plus times. I just want to say I'm a big wuss and I don't like those kind of games. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Shane. I like to poop on my enemies and uh, have them offer very slight to no resistance uh to my destruction of them, so never been a fan of the Souls games. <laughs> I tried, I tried, and I was like, uh, "I'm gonna throw my controller through my TV. I'm gonna stop." Yeah, uh, it does look beautiful, yeah. and by all accounts, it's an amazing game. I've seen a lot more complaints after release, as far as like performance and stuff, but um, as far as like the structure of the game, the gameplay story and everything like that it sounds like it's fucking awesome but yeah just not my kind of game i've been trying not to play this game and everything around me is like hey hey except me hey Hey, i mean except for you but like fucking whenever i get my phone out apparently emails us (laughs) elden ring other people keep sending me videos of gameplay elden ring I'm just trying to, like, so I want him to play Wonderlands with me when Wonderlands comes out, and Russell is, like, a very much, like, I play one game at a time kind of person, and I am, too, but I'm 100% not going to get Elden Ring. Like, it looks cool, but it's just not a game for me. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, But it's like, you know, in trying to entice him, the siren song is strong (laughs) for him. Uh, Yeah. But it's literally like came out this week and like three weeks fucking uh, Wonderlands comes out and it's not enough time to finish Elden Ring. No. Especially for him because he, how many, you've put like a couple lifetimes into Cyberpunk, right? I have, in total I have 160 hours in Cyberpunk between two playthroughs. One playthrough is like 130 hours and the other one's almost to 30 hours. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 
I've I've so in my primary playthrough on Cyberpunk, I've done everything except for buy all the cars because mm-hmm. I made a uh, Street Fighter. Okay. And it's really hard to get all of the money if you can't hack stuff or craft stuff. Yeah. And I cannot. I can sneak, I can shoot, I can stab you all can, day. You can infinite craft still, just so you guys know. Yeah. I ma- I made a uh my new one's a like more tech hacky person. So Yeah. My first one was like a crafting pistol sniper i don't know what the fuck i was trying to do <laughs> but i ended up being like oh i have this pistol that does like twelve thousand damage when i crit what the fuck okay i'm just gonna shoot people with this now nice yeah so is that it for the emails that is it for the emails i have a thing do you have a thing i do have a, I have a thing just want to give a quick uh shout out so a couple days ago my uh, my good friend Jason Zink, mm-hmm. who I probably I think I talked about on the show before. He is the director of Straight Edge Kegger. You've mm-hmm. at least brought up Straight Straight Edge Kegger, but I don't know if you've actually said his name. Says so name, yeah. Well, my buddy Jason Zink, uh, director of Straight Edge Kegger, really cool independent horror punk movie. Uh, a couple days ago, he was mentioned in the Rolling Stones magazine. Oh shit! Nice, yeah. So he had told me a couple months ago about this, but I couldn't say anything. But now it's it's an article. Yeah. I could say it. Uh, so he is currently working with the band Fear, mm-hmm. which is a very popular punk band from the like 80s mm-hmm. and like early 90s. He's currently working on a documentary for them. Okay. And he's like working with them. And they're also doing a uh, big box set of their old records. Mm-hmm. So there's like a like a fear resurgence coming. Cool. And he was mentioned in there because he is officially doing the documentary. And he's a super talented dude. I'm super happy for him. Cause like he basically been following his dreams. He's been doing nothing yeah. but like movie stuff forever. Since I've known him. And like that's all he wants to do. Direct and, and write and stuff. He's super creative guy. Loves the horror genre. He's also the guy that got me into tapes. Yeah. So <clears throat> Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Just want to give a shout out to him. Super proud of that guy. Congratulations, man. Yeah, that's cool. I'm pretty stoked. I'm going to watch that documentary too because Fear is great. <laughs> uh, they started in 1977. Ooh, 77. Also, for like people who don't know Fear, they're probably most known for that super infamous Saturday Night Live they did. Yeah, that was like the first thing that came up. Yeah. You ever heard about that? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so John Belushi was a huge punk guy, and yeah. he pulled some strings to get uh, Fear to play on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And they wanted they had Fear like how you know, they kind of do like in a separate area, and they had all they wanted all these like punks to come in like be around the, the stage for the show. Well, they got actual like punks, yeah, like from the punk scene. And they showed up and they put him in like one room before the before fear came on. <laughs> they did like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damages. Oh yeah. Like there was like it was just like it was a it was a disaster. Oh wow. And like you Ooh. can see on the like on the video, the the crowd is just going nuts. Like <laughs> Yeah. 
Are you watching the video? I was trying to see what if it said like when that happened. Early 80s, probably? It looks super early 80s. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, the wanted to shout that out. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's really great. Yeah. Do we got a new segment, right? We have a new one. We do have a new segment, which we highlighted in our emails. We have storytellers telling stories. And in this segment, we have asked uh, listeners of the show to email in any uh, D&D or Pathfinder or any RPG pen and paper type stories that they might want to share with us. Uh, last week, Shane very specifically called out Bill from Indy to yeah. send him a story. And I have that story right here. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I don't know what story it is. Do you want me to read it? <laughs> Do you want to read it? Oh, uh, I don't. I will. Or would it be want. funnier for you to react? <laughs> it might be funnier for me to react. <laughs> it sounds to be funnier if you react. I don't know how bad it is. <laughs> Do I puppet anything? Uh, this is as much of a surprise to me because I didn't want to pre-read it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this might get edited. <laughs> Don't edit it. I did some horrible things as, as, a, as a player. Mm. This is you running a 3.5 Oh, story. it's fine then. Okay. <laughs> so, Bill from Indy writes, Shane was running a 3.5 story for Paul, Doug, and myself. With the four of us, there will always be shenanigans. Just ask anyone who has joined a session. I had joined a few sessions. Lots of shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Uh, in this instance, we decide to double up the size of our party with the most broken and overlooked feat in 3.5. Leadership. <laughs> Check it out for yourself on page 97 of the Player's Handbook. But Jesus the brief Christ. description states, Check with your DM before selecting this feat. Essentially, you end up with a second playable character called a cohort, but they are two levels behind you in experience. If that isn't enough for you, you also attract lower-level followers as your leadership score rises. Eventually, you'll have more than 100 followers for each of your playable characters. Yeah. Read more in the DMG, page 106. Yeah. The game runs smoothly with each player running two characters. It gives our party some great variety, and the DM can throw some real curveballs at us. Until one drunken session around level 10, the group loots the deck of many things. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, For those of you not familiar, the deck of many things is a deck of magically enchanted tarot cards, allowing for random outcomes, both good and bad. With the approval of Drunken Shane, hmm. the approval of Drunken Shane. Yeah. Uh, our party creates a pact that all members will draw from the deck, including our newly attracted followers. Remember what I said about our party attracting hundreds of followers? <laughs> Check out the DMG page 278 for a list of possible outcomes, but this is where things got ridiculous. Uh, it wasn't so already ridiculous. <laughs> Party like 500 people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Several sessions later, our party is rolling around in airships with a pocket full of wishes, a mountain of money, and the enmity of an outsider. 
Shane decides he has had enough of our shit and goes Black Sun zombie apocalypse on us. Undead pour from the ground and a flying mountain peak fortress approaches us with a dire warning from Shane. Big baddie incoming. You need to hurry up and save everyone. Looks like a direct quote. Yeah, something uh, like that. <laughs> I believe that's a quote. Yeah. Shane digs out the fortress maps he prepared 10 sessions ago for the adventure we ignored while high-fiving and masturbating over our superior <laughs> intellect and ability to make game-breaking characters using feats from 40 different books. God, that's why I love D&D so much. Uh-huh. The only thing larger than our blind spot for the second half of a sentence is the fortress we are about to explore. Oh, gee. Or at least that is what Shane has planned. But we recall his dire warning. Hurry up and save everyone. Uh-huh. Why use hallways or explore rooms when you can disintegrate walls directly through the middle of the castle and march into the boss room? <laughs> Shane throws his maps in the air and pouts about our lack of decorum. <laughs> but it is clearly his fault for telling us to hurry. <laughs> Go ahead and ask him about it. Uh. Oh, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> almost, almost exactly what happened. Uh, there was there was a funny bit where I killed Doug with uh, a mirror shield uh, <laughs> because uh, mirror or reflect uh, what is it reflect spell or whatever that there's a there's a spell in the player's handbook that like basically just mirrors like shoots a spell back at someone reflect yeah, or reflect? something reflect yeah. uh, and it can be on a shield and it. Goes up to level seven. Oh god! Doug had metamagic magic missile up to a level seven spell, and he used it to just like one shot shit because it did like one hundred and fifty or two hundred damage or something like that. It's just really like can't miss. I'd say the word that takes two hundred damage. <laughs> and uh, so I had this. They they each had like a tailored revenant come after their pair of guys. Okay. And like this one came after Doug, and he was like, oh, okay. Magic missile. And I was like, ah, he reflects it back at you. You take how how much damage was it again? <laughs> well, no save? I don't know. Does magic missile have a save? <laughs> Doesn't have to roll a hit? Does magic missile have to roll a hit? Damn. Fuck you, shit. <laughs> it doesn't have to roll a hit. No, it doesn't. For those who yeah, don't know. No, they usually just do it. And it but it's only supposed to do like 1d4 per bolt damage. Yeah. But yeah. he had made it from a level 1 spell into a level 7 spell to make it just balls out stupid. But then I shot it back at him. <laughs> uh, but he he pulled one of the uh the like my brother from another dimension that has the same name. Oh know, god. <laughs> kind of things uh for the next character. Uh but yeah. Those guys, they they definitely disintegrated their way through that castle. And it was literally, I had like 200 rooms of this castle and the wall around it and all these creatures and stuff and like guardsmen and shit. They just never ran into any of them because they killed the first like five guys they ran into and like drilled a hole through this dude's castle and fought him. Jesus. Yeah. But they didn't kill him because uh, he had a... Uh, Rings of Shield Other, because I was, I've, you know, I had realized what I had done. Yeah. Okay. I knew <laughs> that they were grossly overpowered. <laughs> so I started making grossly overpowered shit. Right. Uh, to fight them with, like the, sh with, like the Reflect Shield. But, uh, the guy that, the, the big bad 
had two rings of shield other. Now rings of shield other transfer 50% of the damage you take to another character that's wearing another ring. Uh, but in three, five, I don't think it said that you couldn't wear two, <laughs> which is dumb, but, but wow. that's, that's okay. So a hundred percent of the damage doesn't, he doesn't take it. Yeah. Uh, and I had, he had two captive half vampire trolls. Uh, so half vampire trolls, um, undead or immune to subdual damage. Trolls only take subdual damage. Um, it's basically completely broken race. Like that can't take damage, uh, can't be killed. So God if damn. he's like transferring all the damage to vessels that can't, Take damage. Can't take damage. Then yeah. all your damage is negated. God damn. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there was a bunch. There was so much dumb shit like that's, that. It's just that's fucking mean. stupid. <laughs> yeah. But you know when when they're like reading six books just to make like their next level, then I have to read six have books. Six bu- yeah, yeah, I get and it. And I'm just like, oh fuck. <laughs> that's that's a crafty DM right there. That's a DM's like, all right, I'm fucking done with this shit. Yeah, fuck you. Let's fucking go. Yeah. It was fun. It sounds fun. Sounds ridiculous. Oh, it was ridiculous. We got one more RPG story. I actually have a couple, but I'm going to save them for another time. Yeah. I I could do a few, but I could save them. Well, actually, I was sent a couple. Oh, Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. Um, So this uh, this story is from Zach. My D&D story happened when I was a newish D&D player. We were playing in a 5e one-shot arena battle. I chose a dwarven barbarian with a high constitution. This comes into play later. My DM threw four invisible stalkers at us. These creatures are air elementals, and they are resistant to weapon damage from non-magical weapons. Only one member of our party had a magical weapon. It wasn't me. (laughs) I spent a couple of rounds trying to damage the invisible stalker by some other means. Then I decided to try acid, and the only place that had it readily available was the <laughs> what <laughs> then i decided to try acid and the only place that had it readily available was stomach acid since Ugh. the creature was made of air i thought that maybe inhaling it was a possibility <laughs> so asked... <laughs> that's why i was like what <laughs> fantastic so i asked my dm if i could try to inhale the creature and hopefully let my stomach acid kill it my dm said that if i rolled a nat 20 he would allow it you can probably guess what i rolled Nat 20. Fuck yeah. The DM uh-uh. then ruled that my stomach acid did no extra damage to the stalker. <laughs> oh. You can't tell him that yes, it'll work and then <laughs> not let it work. That shitty DMing right there. It was still damaging me and I could not avoid the attacks now. So I decided to run to a corner and try to shit this thing out. I <laughs> couldn't belch? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Have you ever swallowed air before? <laughs> Makes you burpy. I failed a con check to pass it for three rounds. The stalker also failed to beat my con save and forced me to throw it up and forced me to throw it up for the same three rounds. DM wouldn't let me auto fail. I finally was able to shit it out on the fourth round of me sitting in the corner. That character and the stalker will be forever traumatized by the experience. On the bright side, my DM ruled that it was no longer invisible due to it being covered in brown goo and he also gave me advantage on intimidation checks against the other stalkers who had witnessed me shit out their friend. <laughs> what in the 
fuck? I laughed so much that my sides hurt the next day. My funny, my funniest D and D experience so far. That's insane. That's why I love D and D so much because everyone who's played D and D has a wild fucking story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this should be. I like that. We should keep this being a yeah, thing. Yeah, I think this is gonna be. A, yeah. I think this is gonna be a good segment. It's a good one. Yeah, you're got, up, Dave. Yeah, we got a game now. Oh, uh, so about the game, guys. I don't oh. have one prepared. Oh, I I did. Hold, oh, I'm getting a phone call. Hold on, hold on. One, one second. One second. Hello. Yeah. Hello. What? You're kidding me. No. Us really? Well, all right. I'll tell them. The fuck was that? I got off the phone with the government. Okay. Uh, the government <laughs> called me, which is never a good thing. Like usually not. What branch of the government? Uh, yes, the government. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> the branch that told me that um, there have been numerous reports of the dead coming back to life and walking the earth again. Oh no! And I have been told to tell, ask you two, both of you need to come up with a zombie team to help us get through this. And I've also been told, this is oddly enough, that team has to be using TV dads. <laughs> I need you guys to get me a team. Yes. Okay, now I'm, I'm... How many? That's what I'm about to, I'm about to explain. I'm ready. I need, I need a dad to be the leader. I need a dad to be a scout, scout ahead. Okay. I need a, a dad to be the scavenger to get precious supplies. Okay. I need a dad to run security for the other dads, protect the other dads. I need a cook. <laughs> need a a cook. cook dad. I don't, the government needs it. I don't need it. Uh huh. But <clears throat> it is up to you two. Both come up with teams. You're going to raid them or something? I, I, sure. <laughs> like, what, what? <laughs> this isn't a point-based game. Oh, I mean, it's okay. not a game. This is life. Okay. I mean, if if zombies are really, can I go get some uh, defense mechanisms? <laughs> if they're really zombies. <laughs> okay, so we need how many dads? Five dads from TV. We okay. Just, we just like fucking running them off. Can we have the same dads in our teams? Uh, no, we can have the same dads. Okay. Do we beep in? Do we have an order? <laughs> I, I'm just gonna call on you. Oh God. Okay. Shane. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I need I need a leader dad. A leader dad. Rick. Rick from Walking Dead. Yeah, that's a good dad. I mean, he wasn't a great dad though. No, he's a dad, but he's a good leader. Not a great dad. I'm sorry. Did we, we, <laughs> I thought we, I was asked about a, a father that is a leader. Yeah. Okay. That's a good Rick. Rick from Walking okay. Dead. That makes sense. Russell, I, I would have oh. chosen the other one, but he's not a good leader. Yeah. We're talking leader. Yeah. Um, Russell. A leader. What dad, dad you got to be the leader? The leader of your zombie rebellion the squad. leader the guy the guy who is going to 
uh, take care of morale and keep everyone together as a team. The guy who's going to push forward when no one else wants to. I'm going to go with Carl fucking Winslow. You son Fuck of a bitch. Yeah. <sighs> Hell yeah. Right now, Russell's team is winning my book. <laughs> what in the fuck? <laughs> Mine's actually in a zombie show. Yeah, but Carl Winslow. Carl on duty. I fucking bullshit. All right, Shane. The second member of your zombie dad team. Okay. Your anti-zombie dad no, which, team. Which, which position is this? This is the scout. The scout? He's going to scout ahead and make sure there's no dangers looking for the other dads. A, a dad... A dad scout. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Uh, Let's go with John Winchester, I guess. Okay. All right. All right. He likes to be alone. Scouts are alone. That's true. That's you know. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. He again, not a good dad. Uh, <laughs> He's not a good dad. Uh, but he tried. I like the. I, I I agree though. He'd be the best scout. Yeah. That, yeah. That's who I was gonna pick too. Yeah. Because he at least. I mean, he pops up every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't important. pick him, Russell. I know I can't. Who pick is your him, scout? So I got to pick a new scout. I need a scout dad. I need a scout dad. A dad that's gonna go out into the wilderness and scout. Uh, yep, that's what a scout is. There is a correct answer here. What it is, I'm not entirely sure. I need a moment. He's a moment, Shane. No, I, I mean, I know that he's right. There's, like, better ones than John. But I've picked two guys that have, like, supernatural, like, undead experience That's and true. are good in their positions. But somehow I'm losing. <laughs> it's it's kind of like whose line? The points are made up. <laughs> well, I, I know. It's just bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Tim Allen from Home Improvement as Scout Dad. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty handy man. Likes to get in a canoe. Likes to fish. I uh, feel like he would do okay on his own. Um, Let's he, give him power scouting. tools. Yeah, he's, I was going to say, <laughs> we know his downfall is power tools, and he's scouting in a zombie apocalypse, so I think he'll be okay. I think. There's All no right. power. Yeah. That's true. There's probably no power in the zombie apocalypse. No. Yeah. The government no, said there's no power. Cuts four fingers off with a hacksaw. I don't know. I don't know. But. <laughs> All right. Only possible. So far, we got some good dad teams. Okay. Shane? Which one? What, what, what? This is the scavenger. The, the person's going to give you supplies to help the other dads thrive. Mm. Scavenger dad. Oh man, I thought of a better fucking leader dad. Son of a bitch. I can't think of what his name is though. Um, fuck. Is he actually a good dad though? <laughs> yeah, he's an excellent dad. Well, I mean, he turns into an excellent dad. He's like kind of not a great dad to begin with, but then he turns into an excellent dad during the show. Okay. But I mean, it doesn't work now, and we can't really use him for anything else. So, uh, it's the dad from Jericho. Um. I don't remember his name. Mm, okay. But uh scavenger dad. 
<sighs> Tim Allen would actually be a very good uh, scavenger dad. <laughs> he would have been actually. a good scavenger dad. Um, uh, who's another, you know, wrencher dad? Um, Zowies are coming, Shane. Dad or like like blood dad or father figure? We'll go father figure. <laughs> Bobby. Boom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you All right. fell into that trap. <laughs> I did. I did. I should have fucking known it, too. All right. So, Bobby. Hell yeah, dude. Bobby. From Supernatural. Yeah, Bobby from Supernatural. Russell? All right. Scavenger Dad, I'm going to go with Professor X from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, shit. Okay. You did say father figure. He is a father figure. Yeah. He's also a scientist. Yeah, and he made sugar and spice and everything nice. Yep. And then a special secret ingredient. Chemical X. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is his name Professor X? I don't remember his I don't actual think it's name. Professor I think it's X. Professor. I think it's Professor. Professor. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so far, Shane. I got I got Rick, John, and Bobby. Rick, John, and Bobby. I got Carl Winslow, uh, Tim Allen, and Professor. I, I like Russell's team better. This um, is bullshit. <laughs> this is some bullshit. All right, Shane. I got Rick, John Winchester, and Bobby. I mean, yours is a more effective like, team. They're killing the zombies. <laughs> Come on. Yours is a more effective team. But Russell's is Russell's lovable. is Russell's is a lot of fun. Mine is a bunch of grumpy dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need a security officer for those dudes, those dads. What security dad you got? Security dad. See, I was gonna say Carl Winslow for the security dad. I that's the one I thought of. Yeah. That I would. Um. Hmm. Security dad. Uh. Uncle Phil? Uncle Phil is security? Yeah, Uncle okay. Phil is security. I mean, he's like a big, yeah. imposing dude. He's also a judge. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, That's good. And a really good pool player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is. That one episode. <laughs> yeah. He'll bring the hammer down if he needs to. Yeah. 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 He's got that, like, bouncer voice. Yeah. The you know bouncer what? dad voice. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good pick. Uncle Phil. Yeah, Russell, who you got um, to be your security dad? Your secure dad. I'm gonna go with the dad. I'm gonna go with the for security. He is the American dad. Oh, oh shit! You're going yeah. with um. I also American can't dad. His name. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! What is his name? Uh, something Smith. Is it John? No. No. Damn it. What is his name? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. Thank you. There you go. Stan. Stan, Stan Smith. Stan, Stan Smith. Yeah, Stan. Yeah. Stan the man. Stan is my security. That's, that's a good, good one. That, yeah, that's really good. Too bad he's fictional. They're all that was nothing. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck like, just happened? Professor real? Is there something about Powerpuff Girls I don't know? Uh, Shane. Cook. 
last and probably the most important to me, um, what what dad is going to be the cook? The cook to supply precious, precious fuel for the other dads to keep them going. Uh, uh, Guy Fury. He's not a TV dad. Yeah, he is. Oh, shit, he is a TV dad. He is a TV dad. He has shows with his kids now. He does. That's pretty good. All right. Guy Fury. I like that. I like that. Russell? I'm going to go with George Lopez. George Lopez. Ooh, okay. Okay. Huh. He cooks a lot in the Lopez show, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was torn between him and Bernie Mac. Ooh, yeah. Well, to wrap, to, to, I think all these teams are great. I'm not going to pick a team because oh, I'm not the government. <laughs> <clears throat> so this really isn't a game because it's not a game. This is a life and death. Life and death situation. <laughs> yeah. So we have, Shane, your leader dad is Rick. Yep. From The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, your uh, scout dad mm-hmm. is John Winchester. Yep. From Supernatural. Your uh, scavenger is Bobby. Is Bobby. Not a dad, but a dad-like. I um, asked if that was okay. He did. Your security, Uncle, uncle Phil. Phil. Also not a dad. He's an uncle, but father figure. Uh, and then we have Guy Fury. Guy Fury. I forgot for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and Russell. Yeah. You got your leader. Yep. Carl Winslow. Yep. And your scout. Tim Allen. Yep. And your scavenger as the professor. Yep. And your security. That would be Stan Smith. Stan motherfucking Smith. Stan motherfucking Smith. And your cook, George Lopez. Yep. Those are all both good teams. I will give them to the government and hopefully we can stop this zombie apocalypse. You'll have to update us next week on whether or not we're still alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Hey, if we're still alive, I think the dads <laughs> did it. Yeah, the dads completed the mission. I think my team completes the mission. I mean, realistically, <laughs> <laughs> Russell's got Carl Winslow and an animated guy. <laughs> Two animated guys. <laughs> All right. Um, is that all we got? That's all we got. That's all we got. Yeah. Well, if that is all, then we will wrap this show up because I've been your boy Dave. Your boy. And with me, of course, is the beautiful hype man Shane. Hey, I hey. didn't know where that was going because you're like, beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Neither did I. AKA the Shane Dog. A.K.A. again, Shane Este. Ew, that's <laughs> gross. Why do we have to do all three of them at, like, at the beginning and the end? <laughs> and with us is the rambling man, Russell. I did ramble today. He did. He, he did. do be rambling. Rambling on. A.K.A. Russellmania. Oh, yeah. And also known as Producer Russell. Yeah. So you guys can drop those bars now or Yeah, I, I will already. 
I dropped him. <laughs> I don't know what's going with that. Keep I'm gonna wrap it up. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. This has been the DQP Weekly. Uh, make sure to uh, send those emails in. DraftQ at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah. Um, go ahead and uh, give us five stars. Give us five star reviews. Like and subscribe, all that fun stuff. We yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, we really appreciate you guys tuning in, whether that be the video or the podcast itself. Thanks. Good night. Good. <laughs> I don't know how to end the show ever. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Leggy, 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 of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.